Welcome back to Timely, the Randomonium podcast, where three friends talk about random fun topics from the past, present, and future. I'm John Stom, and for the past segment, we're going to be talking about this really fun hypothetical question that I have for you guys. Which historical figure, alive or dead, would have the best YouTube channel? Mm. <laughs> Love it. That is a brilliant topic. I I, I got to say, I, can't even, I, I didn't even think of that question. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, there's a company called Little Monster. And they they put that out on Twitter, and I was like, "This is yeah, great." great. Question. They, That's amazing. They put out great questions. I love yep. following them. We work with them a lot. Yeah, and they uh, their their Twitter feed is awesome. Now, I'm I'm excited to hear what you guys uh, what you guys think about this question. We've each I did pose that question to you last night, so you've had a little chance to think about it. Um, but we're also going to just kind of keep brainstorming off the cuff. So yeah, yeah. What else we got? Uh, I'm Danny Gula, and for the present segment, we are going to be talking about uh, a, a little animal that scientists have been running some experiments on. That happens to be 24,000 years old. Oh, my. <laughs> one animal is that old? Or it's just that species? The one animal. I got I got questions. Yeah, I know. Okay. Ancient lab rats. <laughs> 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 this is producer Jeff McCullough, and for the future segment, I'm going to pose this question. You guys need to think about this. Okay. If you were to put together a time capsule for yourself, what would you put in it? Oh, dang like, it. That's a good question. I, you, you know, I love that question. I've always wanted to do a time capsule. Mm-hmm. I've never done one. Time capsules are cool. They're fascinating. When they crack one open, it's like, oh, what's the magic treasure that's in here? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, let's let's gear get our gears turning on that, and uh, I think we'll have some fun conversation. Sounds right. good. Before we go to the past, we want to thank our sponsor, FAO Schwartz who's been just an incredible partner with us through this whole journey of Randomonium and this podcast. Uh, we love F.A.O. Schwartz because they're the most amazing toy store in the world. And what's going on right now is uh, the store, the famous New York toy store, is open again seven days a week. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite things to do uh, when we're in New York. Not just because we usually go there and that's why we're there, but it is in Rockefeller Plaza at 30 Rock at the base. It's in this iconic location. Um, and it's just beautiful. Tons of fun. The first time we shot stuff at FAO Schwartz was in the summertime, if you guys remember. It was really yeah. hot. So as the weather's been heating up, I had this like little bit of a nostalgic wave yeah. of being like, oh, I remember when we were there last summer. I want to go back. I like, I want, I was craving going back to that store because it's it's like Disney World in a sense. Like you walk in and it's it's a magical experience. It's awesome. They had, you know, like everybody, they had a, a, a difficult year last year. They had to close down the store for a period of time. Um there was, you know, obviously good things come out of that too. That allowed us, when the store was closed, it allowed us to go in yeah. there and shoot a bunch of videos with nobody around. Which was cool, yeah. We got to make a bunch of cool videos inside of FAO Schwartz. So, you know, um, there's there's always some good that comes with some with some challenges. But the store is back open again, seven days a week. Um, World-class experiences, characters, all kinds of fun things to do there. Yeah, in New York, um, in, in terms of COVID-19 numbers and all that stuff, they're, they're doing fantastic. Yeah. So New York is, is a pretty safe place to be now. So if you're if you're traveling that way, definitely make sure to stop in FAO Schwartz. Thanks, FAO. Alright guys. Back in the past, you know, when when ancient people had YouTube, uh, <laughs> who was king? Who was the Mr. Beast? It, it was it was called ThyTube then. 
Bye, Bye too. too. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so the question you posed in the intro, of all historical figures, of all time, right? All time, living or dead? And we're talking oh. specifically YouTube. Yeah. Okay. I think cool. so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could probably go generally like who would be an influencer. Uh, maybe who would have a TikTok? I don't know. Okay, so I and that's what I've got a list. Okay. When you said this, I, I put a list. You have together. a list of different. I do for different reasons. Oh, I just have I have one and two different ways their channel could go. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm actually concerned. I asked this a minute ago, and and you guys you laughed at me a little bit for good reason. But <laughs> I said, what if we pick the same historical figure? And um, there's a lot of historical figures, so that seems right. silly. Mm-hmm. And yet we talk a lot and we hang out a lot. Yeah. So there is a chance that. I'm I'm actually wondering if the that my top one is Danny's. Well, then you Ooh. go last because if okay. if if I if it is what I talked about then and I've got backups. Okay, okay. Good, good. All right. So so Danny. Oh, I'm going first. Okay. I yeah. thought John would go first. Dan, John. Idea. Do you want to go, go first? first. You I, go I throw one out. Sure. There's all kinds of them that I think would be really fun to think about. <laughs> the first one that popped into my head when I saw this question on Twitter was Nostradamus. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I want to subscribe right yeah, now. Like it, right? Are you imagining him kind of like a conspiracy, like <laughs> yeah. talk to the camera, like yeah. telling you what's going to happen in the okay. future? If you don't know, Nostradamus was, uh, you know, I actually don't know when he lived. Was it like the 13, 1400s? It was, yeah, it was like it was Middle Ages time frame. Yeah. It is a while ago, several hundred years ago. There's yeah, a man yeah, named yeah. Nostradamus who lived. Who he was an astronomer and a f- you know physicist or whatever. Like, he, I, I a don't scientist. know anything about him other than he predicted the future. I, I g- briefly glanced at his Wikipedia top. Top paragraph, you know. Okay, he did some science or whatever. Fifteen hundred. So okay, fifteen hundred. Yeah, there you go. And he did some. He did some science. Maybe it was pseudoscience, but he wrote this book that supposedly predicted some major world events. That a bunch of people were like, "Wow, this guy has superpowers." I think since then, obviously, we know like it, he was sort of probably pulling the old. Uh, being really general and yeah, people kind right. of like, oh yeah, he's he's actually onto something. Well, there. he was a French astrologer, okay. so Astro- I mean yeah. that astrologer. was astrologer. People put a lot of uh, stock in what the stars said mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. and uh, that was, I think, uh, maybe even a pretty lucrative business. Uh-huh. But in his case, there have been a lot of modern people who have said, like for example, when September 11th happened, oh, Nostradamus said at this point in this writing that this was going to happen, right. and it is creepy yeah. in a sense if you look at it like. Like a horoscope, uh-huh. yeah, um, which is also tied to astrology. But uh, like you're saying, a lot of times he just spoke so generally you could kind of fill the, fill yeah. the blanks. You can with connect whatever, you whatever dots you want. But okay. regardless, I think Nostradamus's YouTube channel would be hilarious. I don't know what he was like um, personality-wise, but I like to imagine that he's like this wild-haired, yeah. crazy guy who's like he's got the the strings behind him, and he's like, "See, it, this is gonna happen in 300 years because of this." Uh-huh. Like, like, I, I kind of imagine him like some of like the weird like kind of far right conspiracy theorists yeah. that came out last year and you're oh, like yeah. watching them talk like yeah. with their big curly mustaches and glasses but still like really dressed nice and then like freaking out <laughs> about how all this stuff's gonna happen and there's COVID-19 vaccines and in, in the with, with, the, with their 5G's and now they're magnetic and who's uh, wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe uh, it'd be funny though if he was just like really boring he's like guys Hello, I, I have, I have oh, yeah. a prophecy. You got you to start it off yeah. from the top. Hey, hey guys. guys uh, <laughs> Sorry I haven't posted in a while. Uh, welcome back to my channel. Uh, Nostradamus here. For all you for all you, uh, dom- Dommers? No, that doesn't sound right. Dommers? <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a name for his, his... But he's got like a really dry sense of humor. He's like, for those of you who don't know Nostradamus me... No, I'm a prophet. <laughs> for those of you who don't know Nostradamus... <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, he does it all with like a really straight face. I, w- I want to subscribe to this channel yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No matter how that goes, that's an interesting channel. Somebody trying to predict the future. Sure, sure. 
And maybe being right, like a lot of people believing it, that, that's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Danny, what do you got? Uh, I was going to say Joan of Arc. Mm. Oh, okay. And he- here's the two ways I think Joan of Arc's channel could be. One, it could be almost like a style makeup channel of her explaining how she went through her transformation to be a boy soldier, like showing you how she does her bob and like does all the stuff so that she tricks people into thinking her- she's a man. Okay. Um, that's one way she could go. Mm-hmm. Or the other way would be like really social justice. Yeah. Like, behind the scenes mm-hmm. like alright guys I've snuck into the ranks mm-hmm. and here's what I found yeah, like, absolutely like, like a little vlogs, documentary yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like a documentary vlog behind mm-hmm. the scenes uh-huh. thing um, I, I think it could go either way I think that'd be really fun I really do just think like I imagine because I watch a lot of uh, the Who Was show which is based off of the Who Was books and they kind of do fun stuff like this maybe there even was a Joan of Arc YouTube channel now that I'm like thinking through this like they might have done that sketch but I'm just imagining uh-huh. her sitting down like to the camera like hey guys uh, so today I'm going to try this armor <laughs> like <laughs> I like that you're, you're like imposing like a modern uh, for obvious reasons because it's YouTube like a modern YouTube personality yeah. on a historical figure yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I could see it yeah, I, but I, I would really rather see, like, I think the behind the scenes, like, all right, guys, they don't know. They don't know I'm Joan. Yeah. <laughs> they think I'm Jerry. Yeah. Jerry of Arc. <laughs> uh, I mean, John of Arc would have been the obvious one. Right, yeah, right, right, like, but, but that would have, you know, she would have been found out. <laughs> <laughs> hang yeah. on, John of Arc. I know a Joan from Arc. Well, I mean, she obviously didn't cover for herself really well because she ended up getting burned at the stake, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that YouTube channel has a, a, a an abrupt ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just stops. I'm like, whatever happened to her? Mm-hmm. All right, my my historical figure. So, what makes a good YouTube channel? First of all, mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be personality. Right. Mm-hmm. It's got to be someone that that has a lot of interesting ideas mm-hmm. and also the capability to um, to execute them. So you're say, are you calling me a historical figure? Maybe. Oh. Um, and as someone who also has like hot takes. Okay. So yeah. my historic person who I think should have. A YouTube channel is Benjamin Franklin. Oh my oh. goodness, he would be incredible! Like, come on, he was first of all, he had an amazing sense of humor. Yeah, he was really crude, but he was also really sophisticated. He knew how to like reach like cross culturally, like yeah. in France and Europe and all this other stuff. He was an inventor. He he was a media mogul of his. He was day. a media mogul. He yeah. had obviously like so he has all the things. Yeah, yeah, I can he see was him. political. Right. Well, right. he had characters too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I can see that being like a cross between like a. Van Neistat and like a Hank Green, yeah. And like a, yeah, I don't know, it's, yeah, Johnny Harris, like teaching you, but also building things. Uh-huh. Like, no, he, because he did like, he would write stories and news articles not only under his own name, like he would create these characters, pseudonyms, yeah, to to write a thing. Like he was, he was the first in fake news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he had an agenda. He yeah, would try yeah. to throw the public off or throw off certain officials by like putting stuff out there. Yeah, he would try to sway public opinion by writing in a, like he would publish in his newspaper like editorials from some concerned citizen that this thing was going on. Yeah, he, he so could stir up some drama. Maybe he would have like multiple channels under like fake <laughs> characters. Like he would like dress up yeah. and maybe as like somebody else and like try to convince people to think, I yeah. don't know what that would look like. That'd be, That'd super be a good channel. I'd subscribe to that channel. I would definitely. <laughs> There's a couple more that I came up with here just based on like personality and, and quality. I think Muhammad Ali would have a really cool YouTube mm. channel just because mm-hmm. he is such like uh, a big personality. Right. That had like a lot of passion, and he was like kind of he was on himself a little bit. He was very quick witted too. Yeah, he was really quick witted, and and I think good YouTubers have a little bit of an ego, mm-hmm. which he had that. Yeah. Um, Nikola Tesla. Yes. Yeah. Because he was he, he was like the non cranky version of Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. right? Wait. Thomas Edison was known to be kind of a crank. Yeah, and he went kind of mad in his later years. Yeah. Married a married a uh, pigeon. 
Yeah, <laughs> he did. That's, that's true. That's yeah, he did a lot of things, Danny. And the one thing you mentioned is that he married a pigeon. Because that's the best Nikola Tesla fact in the world. Well, just I'm imagining that video. Imagine the thumbnail. You know, it's like Nikola Tesla's like, I like got a ring on his finger, and then like a pigeon is like married. You know, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, definitely. That's, <laughs> just, yeah. Not clickbait. Married a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, married a pigeon, not clickbait. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, he's a fascinating character. Yeah. Although I wonder if Nikola Tesla would like. There, the the equivalent to him in a modern day would be Elon Musk. I don't. Would Elon Musk have a good YouTube channel? I don't know. Yeah, you think, think so? I mean, it, in like a train wreck kind of way. Yeah, he yeah. gets himself into a lot of hot water. But he's also just like, he's interesting and kind of relevant. He's, like, in he's a lot got of that ways. awkward nerd personality though. Yeah. But he wasn't really. I don't know. Did you watch SNL with Elon Musk? No, because it was uncomfortable that's what i'm saying yeah. his youtube channel might be just like kind of crazy. i know but that's reality though so i feel like in youtube that's where that could kind of thrive like you'd kind yeah. of get yeah. like uh the uh report of the week mm -hmm. it's like that character like yeah. it's mm -hmm. kind of just like oh okay mm -hmm. i'll watch this another channel that i would subscribe to immediately would be if harry houdini had oh, a youtube channel snap. Yeah. yeah like a, like a chris ramsey like showing you how to do magic tricks uh -huh. but like really big personality and like and he would do it like on a small level, like mm -hmm. tabletop yeah. type of stuff, or he would do like a big like yeah. build type of thing. Well, um, yeah. David Blaine, did you see the David Blaine thing? Um, maybe was it last summer or maybe two years ago, where he like did the up, like went up on, oh, yeah. on a balloon, uh -huh. like a bunch of yeah, balloons, yeah. Like, that kind of thing, big YouTube stunt. He would well, go, I, yeah, I would see Harry Houdini being like a Mark Rober, right? Yeah, like, just yeah. once a month, he does like a big thing. Yeah. What about like a Zach King though? Like that's Zach King's thing. He does uh -huh. magic through video. Like, right. That could be really cool. Um, I just thought of another random one. This might be yeah, on your list ahead. too. Somebody like who is following Jesus. So like, let's say like Peter, <laughs> like Peter, like vlogging. Yeah, Peter's like vlogging around, following Jesus around. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's telling me to get off this boat. Yeah, and like you get to see them like processing through all this I'm stuff. Walking like, on water. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah, walking on water, not clickbait. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> just like that is a strong value. Preference. I'm out with the boys. <laughs> me and the boys. like it's a total like like. Bro crew of <laughs> feeders of bro. But no, yeah. they're all bros. <laughs> uh -oh, but yeah. It's like a it's, it's like a, a vlog squad. Guys, this water is the best wine I've ever had. <laughs> the disciples are a big vlog squad, like a big like <laughs> like a, a content house. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't know. Yeah. He's saying this guy's gonna wake up, but he's stone cold dead. <laughs> Let's see what he does. And then when he finally raised from the dead, they're like, dude, perfect. Like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> No. Somebody's made that parody already, right? No, but the night he dies, then Peter's, you know, he's like, I don't I don't know. I've never met this guy before. And everybody's like, you yeah, got all these videos with this guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like he's denying him in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never knew him. Took all, he takes all the videos down. They're all private. Uh, That's oh, a good one. Pretty, <laughs> he privates funny. the video. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew Jesus. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Oh, no, I found this one. He unlisted this one. <laughs> yeah. Video leaks of Peter and Jesus together. Like, they did know each other. Yeah. Oh, the only other one I thought of that would fit, uh, actually, it's kind of close to Tesla, but Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. He did, yeah. he did so much. Like, just, like, him painting. Right. Or him, like, inventing something or, like, his philosophical thoughts on things. Now, he seems like Van Neistat to me. Yeah. I feel like Van Neistat would, would, right. would be a good analogy to a, a Leonardo da Vinci yeah. channel. Just Man. kind of compliment to Van Neistat, though, That's right? True. He's <laughs> a modern-day da Vinci. Yeah. Mm. I'd, I'd go with that. I think Van Neistat's brilliant. The moment uh, Casey Neistat's wife mm -hmm. uh, quickly answered which one of them was the most talented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Casey says, which, which uh, he who's said, the most talented he asked, he asked, Casey Neistat asks his own wife, Who's the most talented Neistat brother? And she goes, 
your brother. <laughs> like, without quite, like, instantly, Van. <laughs> yeah, not like, you. You didn't even think about it. <laughs> it was just right there. It's right there. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, there's another one just popped in my head. I don't know why. Steve Jobs. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But like early days, you know? Is he likable? I, I know. I'd rather have him, I'd rather have him post uh, come back to Apple. Because the early days, he was a he was not a nice man. Guy. Yeah, I mean, he was a butthead later too. But like, yeah. he was like out of control in his early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk TikTok. Okay. So the two I came up with, with TikTok that I would be interested in: uh, Michael Jackson. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, the dances. Oh my gosh! Holy cow! Yeah, man. You get like bite-sized sixty-second Michael Jackson, dances? like him coming up with a new dance move or Holy something. Holy cow! Oh yeah. my gosh, that would be amazing. And uh, here's another one, like Fred Astaire. Uh-huh. Like that guy mm, did some yeah. wacky stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. Back in the day, I know it was like tap dancing and all that other stuff, but I know. Mm. on Instagram, I'd go. I I, I mean, he's probably Ansel Adams. Mm. Yeah, Ansel Adams would be great mm-hmm. as a just following a photographer. As or actually on YouTube, just watching. You know, an old school photographer do things his way. You know. What's up, everybody? Ansel Adams here. <laughs> he's a he's got a Peter McKinnon personality. Uh, Today got, we're shooting on large format. It's gonna take us all afternoon to get one picture. Well, here we go. <laughs> got this beautiful scene. <laughs> we're doing a time lapse in Utah. Let's do it. We're in Yosemite. Let's do this. <laughs> Look at the Lord. Yo 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 Yosemite. <laughs> Oh man! How do we make this happen, guys? I don't know. There's so many good ones. I feel like we just got to get some uh, sketch YouTube channel to just make these for yeah, us. Yeah, we need to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or we could great. just do it as a randomonium video, I guess. Yeah, you could just buy a bunch of costumes and make. You guys want to do that? Let's do that. Maybe that'd, we be, should. that'd be fun. Let's do that. Let's just do that. I, this is yeah. This is brilliant. There's like a a never ending resource of just hilarious ideas. It's totally here. nerdy. Like really short. Educational, like, mm-hmm. educational, just like let's just let's do it. It'll be fun. I'm down. We're gonna do it. Let's do, right. it. Let's do it. Okay. In the present or in the future? Uh, let's do it. What kind? Of, it's kind of in the present, futureish. Let's it's, just go to the present first. We'll let's go to the present. We'll see how it's going. One step at a time. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So before we get into my topic about this twenty-four thousand-year-old creature, uh, I almost uh, talked about this article that was posted, uh, I think, yesterday or today uh, in the New York Times. And I'll just read the snippet that I can read right now because they posted this article and took it down real quick. Okay. The New York Times did. The New York Times did. Okay. Um, The article headline says: "Fields of watermelons found on Mars." Police say. (laughs) Police. Yep. (laughs) The sub, the sub, the sub headline is: Authorities say rise of fruit aliens is to blame for glut of outer space watermelons. Uh, then the article goes on to say, "I'll just read this for you, real quick." Did they uh, get hacked? The FBI declined to comment on reports of watermelons raining down, but confirmed that kiwis have been intercepted. Yeah, uh, this, oh. this story is terribly boring. Um, it was written by uh, Joe Schmo. Uh, it they, was it was at AI. It, no, they they took it down. It, it's just an article they used to like test things. Like it's just like oh. it's just bogus stuff. It's like I was hoping there was so much more to this article. I was hoping it was like it was an AI article that like somehow they're using <laughs> and it posted it. Like oh gosh, take it down. The AI messed up. <laughs> uh, no, that was just a test that accidentally got posted. There's not much oh, to it, but this? I thought it was just hilarious. That's I wanted funny. to share it. But uh, back into the main topic of uh, this animal. 
So uh, scientists recently thawed a frozen animal that was 24,000 years old. You keep calling it a creature and an animal. What kind of animal was it? So we'll get into that. Um, it's a small freshwater creature that's common all over the world. Um, it's, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Uh, Is it currently common or it's, it's com currently like common. its fossils are common? It's currently okay. common too. Um, it's called a bedeloid rotifier. It's a B and a D right next to each other. How do you say that? Bellowing? You don't. You don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's some kind of mite that lives in water. Okay. I don't. I don't know. But it's a multi-cell organism with organs. So, but it's microscopic. It's really tiny. Oh. It's, it's not one of those little. Uh, what do they call them? Water bears? No, it's not a water bear. No, it's just some no, kind of mite. I do. Yeah. Those are creepy. They're really creepy. I hate the the, the stupid little faces. Those, those are like so weird, yeah. man. Oh, those are so. But those are single cells, aren't they? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Have I you don't. seen bed bugs up close? Oh, Ooh. bed bugs are just Ooh. dust mites. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. Well, these are a type of mite. They live in the water. Yeah. Um, and they join the current list of single-celled... Wait, um, do they live in the water? They might. Yes. <laughs> yes, John. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> uh, there's other things that have lived old. Hold, like, can you hold on? I just yeah. want to take that in a little bit more. Okay, we'll continue. We'll get there. We might. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Are y'all done? We have science. <laughs> we have some science to be sciencing. Okay, continue. Uh, yeah, there's, it's not new. There's there's a bunch of other things that have done this. Uh, Single-celled microbes, nematodes, mosses, some plants. Mm -hmm. They've been able to thaw out of their frozen state, and we've seen like frozen mammals and stuff that are giant. But man, it's a big deal because um, it was it's a cap it's a creature that's currently capable of surviving through drying, freezing, starvation, low oxygen. But they thought only ten years, so they dug down into the Siberian permafrost, mm. brought this thing up, um, and thawed it, and it came to life. Not only did it come to life, it proceeded to reproduce huh. asexually. So it was able to start making more of itself. They froze it, thawed it, froze it, thawed it. They did it again a bunch of times to figure out what goes on. Dude, this they thought it wasn't going to do that. They had no clue. That's ridiculous. They're like, we thought it would only live 10 years in, fro in a frozen state. This thing lived for 24,000 years frozen back to normal. Uh, and they. Uh, it turns out that it was capable of doing it by uh, protecting like cells and organs from formation of ice crystals at the low temperatures. So the things inside of it... They, it somehow it protected them from crystallizing because that's the thing that would kill us mm -hmm. if we're in there. So uh, the scientist that published this study in uh, the journal said, our report is the hardest proof as of today that multicellular animals could no. withstand no. tens of thousands of years in cryobiosis. This is I see the where state I see. of almost completely arrested metabolism. Now he goes on to say it's it's way off, but like this shows that it's Possible to take a multicellular organism with functioning organs, not just like a simple mm -hmm. creature, something that has organs, mouth, all these things, and it's able to freeze it as long as you can can protect the cells and the organs somehow. In theory, we could all be frozen for thousands of years and be unthawed. Yeah, I don't, I don't like where this is going. There's you gonna know, be like, there's gonna be like giant farms of frozen dead people that yeah, they're right. hoping that someday they figure out how to unthaw. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, there are some frozen dead people right around right now. Yeah. People do that, but the problem is, is like, they're just frozen in liquid nitrogen. They are all like, their organs, every their cells, they're all crystallized. There's no way, like, we have no way of scientifically bringing them back. They're just hoping that some way we do it. This creature does it already. It already does it, and naturally does it. So if there's a natural way, there's got to be a way to scale that up. Like we don't know now with current technology, but sky's what the are you, limit. What are your guys' thoughts on like when they? And I know this isn't exactly the same thing because you're talking about something that 
technically didn't die. Yeah. Right? So, but like... It was, it, it, they call it a frozen, what was the word they used? Uh, cryptobiosis, the state of almost completely arrested metabolism. So what are your thoughts on things that do, that have died or gone extinct, scientists trying to bring them back? Like, like through the, cloning? Yeah, like the woolly mammoth or things of that nature. Mm. Well, technically, it wouldn't be a woolly mammoth. Right. It would be the... It would be a hybrid woolly mammoth elephant. Right, right. Now, you could, in theory, manipulate a an elephant's DNA to be more woolly mammoth mm-hmm. so that whenever to be more like a woolly mammoth so that when you did the whole cloning thing that it was more of a mammoth sure sure but I, I'm okay with it sounds interesting I mean I I would love to see a woolly mammoth right or something else that's been extinct that no one's seen in however many years a saber-toothed tiger I don't know if they have. Yeah. I'm more interested in when they reverse. Uh, they've talked about like pos- the possibility of reverse engineering birds through genetics to create little like pet dinosaurs. Okay. Now we're in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Do they extract it from the, what was the, the oh, drop of No, amber. this wouldn't be amber. clones. This would be like a totally new creature that they would okay. just manipulate the DNA because the DNA for all those animals still exists in birds. So the question then kind of leads into like with this topic where John is kind of cringing out is... Is it, should we be freezing people? Is that ethical? Should we be freezing people? Yeah. yeah. Like if, if you could just like press a button and, and you know, pull um, Einstein out of a freezer, like sure, that, that'd be that'd be cool. Hey, but, yeah, Jerry, <laughs> hey, uh, can you go pull Einstein out of the freezer? Yeah, I think yeah. he's ready. Get him out. Thaw him well, out. That was the concept behind Master Chief in Halo. Like it was this like exceptional soldier that you froze because it's like we have all these soldiers that are that are alive yeah. at this I mean, time. That let's, was, free, let's freeze them until the future. That was a premise of Austin Powers as well. And um, idiocracy. <laughs> okay. So we, we've imagined this, but if if we feel like we could, should we? Right. I don't know, man. I, 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 to me, it seems like, and I know that we're, yeah. we're careful with saying this type of thing, as we've talked about on this podcast a lot, but like, it seems impossible to me just from the right. standpoint of, like, we don't, we have a good understanding of the physical right. human body and we're trying to figure out how to preserve it physically, freezing it, but I don't think we have a really good grasp on the metaphysical parts of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what is that, what's that innate thing that makes us human? Right. Why are we different? The 21 grams, as they say. Yeah, What what is that thing and then what does something like this, what does that effect have on it? Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. I don't know. I think, and I know that kind of gets into like, like, it's where science and spirituality kind of meet. Right, right. Because there's some people that believe we have a spirit and a soul and others who don't, like, right. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, in, in generally, like, we're also, like, most people can, can say there's something different about humans that... Right. Like, what what is it about our body that's us? It's the question, like, so if you did, like, they're talking about doing a whole body transplant on a guy mm-hmm. in the near future. Mm-hmm. So they're going to cut off his head, put it on another body. Is that person still, is that person person A or person B or, yeah. or C? Where is, right. what? what is us? Is it our heart? Is it our brain? I, yeah, I don't know. So like, yeah, I think the first step would be like, I think this is a great technology for things like space travel. Um, right. Things where like, oh, we're going to have to be gone for yeah. months, years at oh, a time. M- m- many light years. Yeah, I know? mean, if you're going to like. Anywhere, yeah. yeah anywhere anywhere besides like Mars or something. It's like, you're just going to throw them in a freezer on a spaceship and launch it out there. And That's a good thought. That's actually a little bit more consistent yeah. with like what plausibly could be because this, we're not like freezing dead people and hoping to bring them back to life. We're actually, in this case, these Suspending, mites, yeah. were su- they were suspended. They were right. still living. Yeah, so they're still alive. They're just in a very... Like hibernation. Like, basically, their bodies slow down to pretty much a stop. Right. And they can protect themselves to bring them back. As long as the cells don't die and as long as the cells don't deteriorate, 
they're allowed to like all of their cells can just so then the question is does humanity take that into a place of like well right before someone dies of like a terminal illness Mm -hmm. they put them in that stasis right hoping that once that cancer does have a cure in 300 years they can bring them back i would have to assume with how basic of an animal this is that by the time this technology is around the things that we're trying to save people from dying they've probably already sorted that stuff out Mm -hmm. and we're probably living to 200 or whatever anyway Mm -hmm. yeah nanobots nanobots and nanomeds and stuff so it's probably crazy crazy far away but like i just think it's super fascinating like this is like this was always a thing of science fiction in the past and they just did it Mm -hmm. for the first time ever yeah like i mean nature did it but then that gets into another thing of saying like okay if this creature can do that what else is surviving in the permafrost which is thawing because of climate change ah yeah megalodon Megalodon, the big creature? Uh, That's kind of big. You never know. Maybe. The Russians? (laughs) Russians, man. They got a lot of permafrost in Siberia. So much permafrost. I feel like they put it there. They probably did. Yeah. I saw this Nostradamus guy on YouTube. That's why they call it the Cold War, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, it's a conversation about the past being present with potentially the present being the future. What? This this segment is brought to you by Segway. (laughs) (laughs) We should totally get a Segway sponsor. We gotta get a Segway sponsor, guys. I tried. Gosh, that would be awesome. It'd be perfect. Like, and that leads me. Like, I'm gonna segue into our sponsor now. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> just amazing. You could you could do so much with that. This, so our, this you, is our segue brought to you by Segway. Mm-hmm. So you're acknowledging my awesome segue. I, I yeah, I loved it. All right, yeah. let's go to the future. Let's do it. future or are we mm. so there's a there's an app right now it's called memories okay never heard of it it's in the present it's um i think it's british um programmed or whatever and it's kind of big in britain but the it was it was built and i just saw this on buzzfeed it was built um or it was uh, released so that people could capture the memories of recently deceased members of their oh, family and friends okay. and stuff like that so a lot of times when someone passes away and like you come to the funeral and you've got all these pictures, it's like I didn't know mm-hmm. these pictures existed, but then they kind of like go away with whoever brought them. It's basically the whole idea is like in this app, you can build a timeline of mm. their life. That's cool. Oh, with neat. Pictures and stories and things of that nature. Well, they've just added this feature that they're calling the time capsule, which is basically the ability for you to send yourself or somebody else with this app a future message. Mm. So this is similar to John and Kara have this thing that in how many years? Let me pull out my phone. Yeah. Tell us the story. Oh my God. I forgot what this is. I, I okay. always forget that you did this. Yep. Um, so is the video up? Is yeah. It it's on the voting game. Yeah, we just we just released. Okay. There's a video on Randomonium, um, our YouTube channel. And you have to go back a little bit. It's one of our earlier ones. We recorded it with... Kara yeah, and was, Joey from Vat19. It was before our official launch of Randomonium. It was like when we were kind of testing stuff out. Yeah, we had both of them up here, and we played a like a party game called The Voting Game. And so we just kind of filmed ourselves playing this game. It was super fun. We just like hung out. Um, and part of that game was to imagine what life would be like in like 50 years. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you can, you can watch all this in the video, but we like talk about what our lives would be like in 50 yeah. years, and we just... Somehow in the conversation, it came up that I'm going to call Kara... In 50 years, if we haven't been talking to each other for a while, and I'll just I'll ask her what she's up to. Yeah. And so, to remind myself, 
like while we're shooting this video, I, I just told my phone, like, hey, remind me in 50 years to call Kara. And I was kind of just doing a, a little joke for the camera. We were really curious if it would work. And I just I, I just left it on my phone. It's, it's, it actually created a real reminder on my phone. And it's still there. I don't want to delete it. On January 29th, 2048, yeah. at, at 9.22 p.m., my phone is going to remind me, or whatever device well, as, I have. As long as, as long as Apple Reminders is still in some yeah, form of existence. Whatever, whatever device I have, my, my phone will be like, call Kara. If, well, it, if it goes away, you have to transfer it. Definitely. And well, that's the thing about this app that is a little bit of a head-scratcher, because I think you have to have the app like forever mm-hmm. in order to receive the message in the future, or for the person who you want to send the message to to receive the message, they also have to have the app. So it's, uh, they actually give you the ability for like $200 to have a lifetime subscription to the app, mm. which is a lot of money, but I but think- But not if, for a lifetime. If you're really wanting to preserve, you know, this opportunity to mm-hmm. communicate with future selves or future friends, you can. So it's it's actually, if you watch any of the videos, it's very heart-tuggy mm-hmm. um, because it's like a grandfather who knows he's in advanced ages, but he's with a grandson who's like five, sending him messages about the time that he spent with him so that in 15 years, He's like, hey, you're five years old right now, but I wanted to send this to you when you were 20 to see like the stuff we did together. That's cool. That's really cool. I, this is really morbid, but I've thought about doing this a lot. I've thought about just like recording videos for my kids. All the time. I think distant, about that all the time. Distant in the future, like for their wedding, yes. for their birthdays, like milestones. And just put, in case. Putting it on a YouTube channel because I, I was like, just in case I die. Yeah. I've got these things to say to them for yeah. the rest of their life. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've got like little notes that I've taken, like the the night, or I guess it was morning slash night that my first son was born. I like wrote down like a little like a, like a letter to him, you know, like about everything that happened. Like here's yeah. what just happened on the mm-hmm. you know all the things we went to the hospital and like there was this nurse and she was really nice. Like I just like wrote everything down like a journal. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like so obviously he's never read this yet, but right. like someday I'll give it to him. So yeah, that, that kind of stuff is really interesting. That would be so cool to have. I don't have. I've never gotten anything like that from any of my relatives. Yeah. And but, the question is, like, would would you want to? Because in some ways. Like that could be really hard for someone, mm-hmm. and it's it opens wounds if it's someone that you love that you lost, and you've got like closure, and then somehow they're like communicating to you from the right. back. Ah! That could be really overwhelming for some people, but it's still I think a really cool idea, and I think that um, it just sort of begs the question, like I don't know if I would no no knock on this app. I don't love the idea that all of this activity is tied to an app you have to have. Yeah. Right. But if there was an easier way to accomplish something like this. Um, would you do it? So one of the examples I gave is like somebody who is at the beginning of a weight loss program being like, all right, future self, it's day one for me. It's from, you know, couch to 5k or whatever it is. Here I go. Let's do it. That's cool. So that type of thing. Or like one of the examples was, Hey, you're one years old and you're really loud. And we wanted to let you know when you're 21 years old, like this is what we were dealing with type of stuff. Yeah. So loud right now. So would, would, would that be something that you would feel compelled to? to do for yourself or for someone that you love. And I know you said that you would potentially do that for your kids. Yeah. Um, But like what, if so, what would you want to say? Yeah. And, Mm. and I think that like Danny, you brought up a good one, like sharing your thoughts to uh, like your, your future kid on their wedding day. Yeah. Like these are the things I want to say to you on these days. Right. Right. Like I, I know when you get married if it were right now, this is what I would want to say. Right. If I know when you have kids, or if you have kids, if you get married, I mm-hmm. guess it would be a better way to say that. Uh, when you turn 21, when you uh, 
uh, like all these graduate things. college. Yeah, if you go to college, if you go to like a lot, a lot of, of big ifs here, you got to make a lot of big ifs. And Danny um, always says, "No kid of mine's going to college." That is the joke <laughs> that we say in our house, and it's, I say joke like kind of with like a, a an asterisk, like might not be a joke. Yeah, I'm like, just kidding, but seriously, but seriously, <laughs> but seriously, I think college is worthless. No, it's um not worthless. It's just not as worth what we pay. Full. Yeah. Um, it's overrated. <laughs> that, that's probably the best way to say it. Coming from Professor John Stop. <laughs> there's a better way to do it. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit. Yeah. I think there's a much better way to it's do. It's what college. we got now, yeah. but like somebody should rethink the whole thing. Totally. Somebody should come in and, and iTunes. You know the uh, the college industry. People need to iTunes a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I could see it being a benefit personally, like sending a future message to yourself. Yep. I think that right. there's some power in looking back, like breaking out of the moment gaining some perspective of what life used to be sometimes in my house we have like home video nights where we just watch videos that we made from like when alexis when my daughter was born or when Mm -hmm. my son was born or like a birthday party Mm -hmm. um and i always find myself after walking down memory lane having like just a slightly different perspective on the now because that perspective is a little bit bigger yeah that's true yeah i could see that being really valuable even just like yeah reading my own like journal entries from the past is like is really interesting even like watching videos of myself like you know because we've been making videos for a really long time yeah um even like public ones on youtube i've been making you know we've been making videos for over 10 years so it's like i go back and watch how i presented myself to the public mm-hmm. 10 years ago i'm like oh i was just a little like i said things a little bit differently and like i my facial expressions were maybe a little different whatever that's interesting um I mean, I don't know if that's really worth much, but it's just kind of interesting to see, here's how I am now. You could record exactly how you are now, mm-hmm. send it to yourself in the future and be like, look, you're going to be a different person, future John. Yeah. Um, here's what you are now. Yep. And that's just kind of, kind of just for curiosity's sake, it's kind of cool. Or like, here's something, here's something I've recently learned or figured out, yeah. like just life lesson, yeah. Yeah. a platitude of some sort. Here's what's most important to me right now. Yeah. And see if that matches you up. Might, with, you might forget it, yeah. but don't, here, here it is. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because, like, as you're, you guys are talking to that, I'm thinking about like the stuff that I've been working on recently. Like we've talked about this. Like it, when I'm not at work here, I've always, ever, we always have a side hustle. This was our side hustle while we were at Vat 19. It became our full time thing. Um, and it's not like I'm off trying to make money on the side, but I'm I'm always con- consciously thinking about what my YouTube channel is going to be like. And that's kind of what it is. Like what I, where I'm going towards. We've talked about this before. Like that's my thought. And I'm so I, I would say like emphatically yeah I, I would totally do that because i'm planning on doing it actually like i'm i'm thinking about what the danny gula youtube channel is going to be like mm-hmm. and it to be like i and we've said that i'd be like i want it to just be like here's my thoughts on this right now like that might actually be a really cool angle like remember how um i mean i don't even i think they're still doing it but the the vlog brothers john and hank green their whole i loved that idea yeah yeah like their the whole premise of the vlog brothers youtube channel is they're not even talking to the world really they're putting these videos out for the world to see but they're talking to each other it's like right. one guy saying hey hank here's what blah 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 and the other guy's like okay thanks hank uh, thanks john here's what here's what i think about that and they're like right. talking to each other in these conversational videos um that would be really cool if you made your youtube channel like talking to your to future myself. self yeah like hey yeah. danny this is what you think now yeah yeah and obviously like you're you're in the back of your mind you're knowing you know that people are watching this so it's like not just to your future self but like if you aimed yeah. at that one person yeah that'd be a really cool i'm sure somebody's doing that on youtube right now but uh-huh. i like that idea a lot yeah and that's kind of the thought behind it like and it, we've shared with that before like some of it like it and i don't it's i've been brainstorming this for a while now i've been jotting down video ideas but it's thoughts on all kinds of things thoughts about the world right now thoughts about myself and 
and things that I do, like the ways that I feel, like whether or not it's going to be the right answer or even the perspectives that you would give, mm -hmm. I think there's value in just always documenting this is where I was because even if it changes later, and I think as a culture, we don't do that well enough, grant people room to change. Like it's cool to look back and see where you were. It's going to give you perspective on where you are now. Well, and we've even recently, like John, last fall, you kind of went on a kick where you went back and you just like looked through every tweet you ever sent out. Yeah. And it was kind of fun because like, oh yeah, I forgot I said that. Or yeah, oh, I remember whenever that happened. Yeah. Uh -huh. So the thing with that is it almost makes like the idea of a time capsule, like the internet has made the, the idea of a time capsule a little bit obsolete in the sense that we have an ever kind of growing dynamic time capsule yeah. on the internet that a hundred years from now, people don't really need to dig something out of the dirt to see what life was like. They could probably just go it's, watch it's a video and see yeah. it happening. But that being said, let's pretend for a minute that AI completely takes over the world. Oh, I mean, we don't... And they control Alt-Delete and just totally delete the internet. Oh. Okay, and that's not there anymore. Now we're living... Let's just pretend for a minute. Control out delete when Windows <laughs> Windows guy. Sorry, Whoa. so you command option escape. escape. Command <laughs> option, option escape. <laughs> but if we were to, John, Danny, and Jeff, yeah. to make a physical time capsule right now, we could only put physical things in it for future selves or future people. Mm -hmm. What would we put in that time capsule? I want you to think about what we've been walking through for the past like couple of years, like on a larger scale with pandemic and politics and you know, social justice and all these other things, but also on a personal level, like starting this company yeah. and sort of following our dreams. What physical things would we put in a time capsule? It's a really good question because my mind starts like at the really the really big scale, really grand scale. It's like who's who, well, who's going to see this? You know, like who is it, who are we intending? Yeah, to who's see it this? for? That makes a difference. Yeah, and yeah, if you don't know, then obviously it's like it's a different kind of like mindset. But if you know exactly who it's for, then that you know it, it just depends on how you craft it. But like my mind goes to the. Uh, I think it was the Voyager or the Pioneer. What was the one? Voyager. I think Voyager. Voyager's the one Voyager's, that had the... Yeah. So the, the Voyager spacecraft, they just, in the 70s, they sent out a couple of these. I think one of them maybe lost, but one of them still going. Mm -hmm. They just launched this, it's not even, it's not. It's like a hunk of metal, basically. A probe, right. A, pr a probe, there you go. They just launched this probe out into the solar system, um, into space. And, and one of them is actually beyond the solar system now, just recently got beyond the solar system. Um, and on it is kind of a time capsule, but they yeah. they knew that like this isn't going to humans, it's going to yeah. potentially aliens. intelligent life out there. Yeah, yeah, probably nobody. But like, if anybody finds this, how do they even understand what this means? And isn't there like a like a golden record? There's a gold record that has audio recordings of stuff on there, and, and there's directions on how to get it to work. And there's, I thought like in directions to Earth too. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's pictures of man. There's mathematics because he figured math was right. like kind of the universal language, like maybe using math to kind of help decode the difference between. So yeah, knowing their audience kind yeah. of dictated what they put in it. I think in this case it would be to future peoples um, about you know to kind of capture a time when YouTube was gigantic mm -hmm. and the world is going through a lot. Uh, with like the pandemic. So it's not like personally about us. It's about the world as it is. It's our time capsule of the world right now. Yeah. Okay. Man. Um, it's, it's hard because so much of like what we do and experience is virtual. Like we don't, we don't yeah. get our news with newspapers anymore. We don't even like, spend money with right. coins anymore. Mm -hmm. I know this is a little bit lame, but like something that's dominated, a tangible item that's dominated our world for the past year, uh, a mask. Yeah. yeah. Like just toss a mask in there. Totally thought about that mm -hmm. too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I wonder what that would be like. I think about, too, like, if you could apply the same thinking to what would you want to find in a time capsule hmm. that you just dug up now from the past? Like, so, 
you know, um, it depends on like, again, like how far back you go. But like if you dug up a, a time capsule from 100 years ago, the last pandemic, you know, like what would be interesting to find what was going on in their minds and stuff like, yeah, a mask would be pretty interesting to be like, OK, this is this is how they made a mask right. or this mm-hmm. is this is what was really important to them. But um, I think one thing that we could we, we would drop we could drop in there is um, we obviously wouldn't put our new iPhone 12s in it. Mm-hmm. But when we upgrade our phones, our old used to be valuable phones are now pieces of garbage that mm-hmm. we don't want yeah. anymore. Just drop a recently uh, shuttered phone in there to be like, this is the type of stuff that we spent most of our time on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd probably want to put, because uh, I feel like there's, like again, and I keep going back to 2020 because 2020 was such a big year for us, but like, I think it's... Trump it's, pin it's, sticker? Not a Trump pin. Uh, I mean, kind, kind yeah, of? Yeah, not yeah. Trump pin sticker, but something that maybe speaks to like what that election the effect it's had on the world right now like sure. i would think the reports that were coming that are coming out about the insurrection sure like we're learning all the things about it, like the one that just came out about um the amount of intelligence the police had like mm-hmm. they were aware of it. like there's so much more that we're learning about that that's going to shape the america for the next like probably a decade yeah what about like recorded statements from people that represent specific views like um, yeah. people who are concerned about vaccines like yeah. why are you concerned about it or people who uh, like from an African American like explaining the point that we're at right now from the standpoint of social, social racial justice. inequity and all that other things like from their perspective here's a record of mm-hmm. someone how they are experiencing it now because I would be interested in finding like how does an African American in you know 1890 mm-hmm. view the current social mm-hmm. order of yeah. things being that slavery's been abolished and yet Jim Crow is all over the place and mm-hmm. KKK yeah to get their feelings and mm-hmm. everything yeah but see my mind goes to like well that stuff like the recordings and like even like the reports and stuff like that this is all hypothetical future who knows what's going to happen but like that kind of stuff could possibly be just easily accessible you know right. like I can pull up the reports but my but my thought is like what would be really cool is to have like the things you can't um, copy uh, the non-fungibles, if uh-huh. you will, the non-fungible tokens, uh, like the things you can pick up and feel, like yeah, um, like here, just a shirt. Like here's what a shirt was in mm-hmm. 2021. Because yeah. sure. like maybe a hundred years from now, they make it out of totally different and material. Totally will, yeah, and Beans. You, you, yeah, like imagine if you have right bean shirts. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it's coming, guys. I'm working on it. I got a yeah. startup called Bean Shirt. Yeah, just even just touching something from like a hundred years ago, like wow, this is like this is the quality of the fabric, or like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I, just, just anything that's like you have to like feel it to understand it. Yeah. Because um, don't forget, like this would be, and the, the reason why I like this is that this is a world where the internet is not there, so someone can't just go and like pull oh, something right. up. This is a right? no internet world. I forgot yeah. that you set that up that way. Okay. Yeah. So I like, just think like this is a future people that we don't understand. Like maybe all oh. they have is this. But that's box. why I like that because it it gives a tangible mm-hmm. something that people can interact with. Yeah. I was gonna say you saying that inspired me to think of um, an impossible whopper. To put an impossible whopper in there with like the here's how you make impossible meat, like the instruction, like oh, the, the, instruction. the formula for making impossible meat, like because you wouldn't be able to eat it or whatever, but just to be like, this is a burger. Because I I have to think we've discussed this before, like as they're talking about cultured meat, lab grown meat, all kinds of things in the future, how we eat is going to be completely different. And to be able to look back at right now when like we were so fascinated with figuring out better ways to consume protein, meat, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Be like, this is where they were just then. They just made this thing that kind of seemed like meat out of all of this stuff when right. you could just grow it in the lab or maybe at that point we're all just like hunting with sticks again. Like, they didn't hunt with sticks. They <laughs> they genetically engineered 
whatever. You know, like I think mm-hmm. that would be. Well, really I know a lot of time capsules too. Like things that would sound totally lame to us right now are actually really interesting when they pull right. out. Like people, like they drop in a toothbrush. Yeah. Or something, something that's tied to right. everyday life. It's right. like, oh my gosh, they used to brush their teeth at this yeah. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Musical instruments would be cool. Yeah. Like not only just like the recordings of the music, but just like here's how we made the music and mm. then just kind of let them kind of figure out. Let the future yeah. people figure out how to play it and like how to make right. new music. And you know what's lame about time capsules is that they're always in like this lead box of some sort. You know what we need to do is we need to get like a freight container, like a like giant a big old one. shipping container. Yeah, big old, mm-hmm. and like put as much larger things in there. Like maybe even put a like a e-bike in it or something in as well. And or, we, or, like bury or a frozen mite. Yeah, I was gonna say. Then we drop it into the Siberian tundra. There you go. Yeah. They need to bury something bigger, though, not just, like, some little box. Right. E- e-bike would be a good one, though, man. Like, th- uh, you, you just spot that out, but, like, they were impossible to buy last year, and everybody kind of went on it. Like, it's, it's again, it's a it's a stepping stone to what we might be into the future right. in terms of transportation and how we're working. They became really popular right now because people are searching for alternatives. But I bet, yeah, like, even not in the too distant future, we'll look back on what I'm riding around right now and be like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough, though, because you don't want to put anything into a time capsule where somebody can't use it like you did so that's what makes me think like a phone like doesn't because if there's no internet and there's right. possibly no power like how are they even going to know what it is yeah. it's just like a brick to them and it, it, i mean there's there's like millions and millions and millions of phones around even old phones yeah. so what are the chances that in 500 years that there aren't still going to be preserved phones or yeah. there will be yeah but i would think though too that it's just still important to like with those things to put them in there with a description like with some sort of like description here's this thing here's what it is here's how we used it i would feel like that would be important because again yeah like maybe we don't use electricity in the future so the e-bike doesn't make sense but we'll be like this is an electric bike like we used it mm-hmm. as an alternate form of transportation electricity flowed through it so that we didn't have to mm-hmm. pedal mm-hmm. yeah what about a vaccine what about it? To put, should we put a vaccine in there? I wonder how it would age. Freeze it. There throw, you go. throw it in the tundra. Throw it in the tundra, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Clearly the tundra is the but, best freezer we got. That's the, actually not a bad thought. The, tund- the permafrost is our best uh, guys, time capsule. Guys. I think we got a brand name for a freezer company. Tundra? Yeah. Or Siberian permafrost or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great name, but we've got it. <laughs> it's there. I'm working on it with Bean Shirt. <laughs> Bean shirt. Bean shirt. So let's put a person in there. What? Let's put a person in okay, there. Okay, Danny, you're going in the freight container that we're burying in the Siberian permafrost. Let's, let's make it a big freight container with like Are you journaling a, a, a little like a little gener no a little generator. Like we'll put a underground we'll put a small society in there. Oh. Gosh. We'll see where they are in a few years. Oh, no. no, I say we put you down there. You journal as long as you can, and right before you feel like you're about to like kick the bucket, you can like freeze yourself. <gasps> So then in 500 years, they bring you back and you're like, oh gosh, what day is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a good nap. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe that's, but let's make a time capsule in a freight container. We'll give you such a drink of the neck. Yeah. You should have a, like, we should put in the time capsule, a frozen person with the ability to explain the things in the time capsule. I am so picturing you with like this giant red beard. (laughs) You look like, you look like Tom Hanks from Castaway. (laughs) Uh, did, did we did we put a rock star recovery in this with me? I'm really tired and got a headache. <laughs> I need a jolt. I need a jump. That's awesome. I'll I'll take one for the team. I'll do it. Okay. All right. We know Danny's future now. I'm awesome. going in. The, I'm going in the time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Can't. We could totally do a time capsule. Like we could do like a timely. We could we could make a time capsule for the podcast audience, and we could like bury it somewhere. Hmm. And then I don't know. There's something here. There could be. Like where we could like leave clues to where yep. it's at, and like in the future. Our, you know, it doesn't have to be like a thousand years from now, but like, you know, well, two years from now. We'll, we'll reveal a clue every episode. Yeah. And then like after like a hundred episodes, 
people will have all the clues and they can figure it out and go find or it. Or we do it secretly and then we download the memories app uh-huh. and then we send a future message to the world, uh-huh. maybe even messages with clues that lead people to the timely capsule. Let's put a time capsule inside of our oh, time capsule. That's a good idea. Yeah, find a time capsule, don't open it and make a new time capsule to put it in. <laughs> like, we found this. Now we like find all the time capsules that are currently buried in the world, throw them in a new time capsule and bury it. Guys, you know how we say there's no bad ideas in a brainstorm? I think our listeners are like, guys, this, stop it. This, just stop. This, stop. Is, this is dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on that note, let's stop the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>